CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Delighted to have you with us. We need all patriots to come together because President Trump, again, has been proven right. He's always fought for all of us, and as he's said numerous times, he's fought for us so that we don't have to take on the mad Marxist left ourselves. The Marxist Dems and the deep state have intensified their political persecution of President Trump, and he and his supporters are being assaulted almost daily in court through the Gestapo tactics of the FBI. And now a mainstream Democrat congressman is not only campaigning against his Republican opponent in Ohio, he wants to kill what he calls the extremist Republican movement. Democrat Tim Ryan is not the brightest fellow in Congress, and he's only aping the tone set by his party leader, our puppet president, Joe Biden who's been calling Republicans semi-fascists, and it's clear now that the Marxist Dems have their very own Gestapo-like force doing their bidding. The FBI raiding President Trump's home all over documents that are actually his. They convened a grand jury to go after those documents in that raid on Mar-a-Lago more than a month ago now. And the FBI not only looking like the thugs they are, but both President Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland lying through their teeth about not knowing about that raid. We're taking up these issues, these events, with Congressman Jim Jordan today. Congressman Jordan is the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, and he's demanding answers from this corrupt administration. Congressman Jordan, always great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. Let's begin with the FBI Mar-a-Lago raid and all that has followed since that Gestapo search and seizure. Now, if you will, your judgment about what has become an extraordinary number of FBI abuses of power, raids, illegal searches and seizures and leaks to the media directed at President Trump and dozens of his key supporters and aides. No, everything's a leak. And then they, they you know, they took leaked out that picture of the folders with the, with the word secret and, and top secret written on the folders. Uh, that's just how these, these, these folks operate, unfortunately. But I, I think it's part of this, this, this bigger problem of the government being weaponized against uh, American citizens, against conservatives, against Republicans, against Trump supporters. So think about it, Lou. In the last four weeks, uh, what have we seen from Joe Biden? We saw Joe Biden raid the home of, this, of, of a former president. We saw uh, him take the phone of a sitting member of Congress. Uh, we saw him call uh, 75 million Americans, half the country, fascist and extremist. And then he said to those same people, oh, by the way, you're going to have to pay the student loan debt of the people who vote for Democrats, you know, the good, Demo good, the good Americans. You're going to pay their student loan debt. And if you don't like it, just remember, I signed the legislation that's going to unleash 87,000 IRS agents to come harass you. That is the, that is the Joe Biden world uh, that, that, that we now find ourselves in. And it's why so many people I talk to are so darn nervous and the, the, the bottom line is, if they can do it to the president of the United States, imagine what they can do to all us other Americans. I, I, I think that is a, a farewell place. And the very idea 
that Joe Biden would refer to those who are MAGA supporters of the of the you know the Trump movement as as fascist. He is the fascist. He is the totalitarian. Yeah. He is the Marxist dim puppet of his globalist masters. Uh, and this is outrageous what he's doing. Sure and, and I sure and I've got to ask you: Is there any way? Because I know Americans are are, are feeling this. They are asking this question. How do you stop what we're witnessing from this president and these Marxist stooges of his, uh, whether they be in the Congress or his executive branch or, or God forbid, in the yep. FBI and the DOJ? Well, it starts on November 8th, so it starts in 60-some days. Uh, you, you put Republicans in control of the Congress, and then you can begin to keep them in check somewhat. Uh, we can we can focus on the kind of investigations that need done, and we can stop some of the crazy things that they are doing um, via the the appropriations process and the legislative process. And then, of course, you 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 uh, elect President Trump president in 2024. So that's how we do it in America. You do it at the ballot box. You do it on election day, and we got to do those two things. And I, I just think that it's going to happen because Americans remember how good we had it just 20 months ago under the leadership of President Trump. So if Joe Biden wants to call us Trumpies like he did in his speech in, I think, in Milwaukee or whenever he did that, he wants to call us that, fine, I'm glad to be called those because I remember when we had a secure border. I remember when we had stable prices and not a 41-year high inflation rate. I remember when we had $2 gas, and I remember when we had safe streets. And I remember when government wasn't weaponized against us and they didn't come after our First Amendment, Second Amendment liberties, didn't, didn't violate our due process rights. I remember all that. And frankly, I also remember uh, the kind of leadership you want in foreign policy from, from President Trump and his team, uh, his cabinet secretaries, versus what we've seen from this administration. So I think the American people just need to be reminded that how good it was 20 months ago under the leadership of President Trump and how bad it is today under Joe Biden. I couldn't agree with you more. And, and I've got to ask you, uh, the money that is going out in tranches to Ukraine right now, we know yep. the Biden family is a crime family. There is no no factual dispute here whatsoever. The Hunter Biden laptop confirms it. The lies of the, uh, the now president of the United States in the second debate, uh, he was straightforwardly lying to the American people, changing mm-hmm. history. But right now, we have a a, a a crisis as far as I'm concerned because no one knows where the national security team is. What has happened yeah. to Jake Sullivan, Tony Blinken, Lloyd Austin? I mean, I have never seen the entire national security uh, apparatus disappear from sight. What is going on yeah. and how concerned should we well, be? Yeah, well, well, I mean, remember, these are the same people who were there for Obama. I mean, uh, Jake Sullivan, uh, Wendy uh, uh, Sherman, Bill Burns, uh, Tony Blinken. This is the same crew that gave us the Benghazi uh, uh, tragedy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess I didn't expect a whole lot from them. But, yeah, we haven't heard from them. But I do. What I think is interesting is the last two candidates for president uh, from the Democrat Party both had these these international type of relationships. The Clinton Foundation was taking all kinds of money in from foreign interests. And then you had the Hunter Biden situation, which seems to be uh, very similar. Uh, it's kind of interesting. That seems to be the pattern with uh, the, the, the Democrats now, since the, 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 last two pers- the last two people they nominated for, for president sort of fit that, uh, sort of fit that pattern. Um, again, 
They always come after President Trump. They always accuse President Trump of what they're actually doing. They always attack us with what they're actually doing. That's just how the left operates. And it's uh, like it's like we said earlier, it's really, really frightening uh, and why it's so important that we put um, uh, throw them out of power and put Republicans back in charge. You were the first congressman, uh, the first one in the House of Representatives to say uh, if the Republicans win this election, that you will be leading investigations against this this sordid mess that is uh, uh, laughingly called an administration. Uh, are we going to see vigorous, vigorous uh, investigations in your judgment? Yeah. Yeah, I think we are. I mean, look, we, we, we're going to deal with those that, that, that are in our jurisdiction, the Judiciary Committee, if, in, if in fact, the American people put us in the majority. Uh, we're going to look at the border situation. Mayorkas has been a complete failure. He's doing it intentionally. We all know that. As I said, we went from a secure border to no border, and they're doing it on purpose. They're doing it in a premeditated fashion. So we are going to look at that issue. Uh, I think Mayorkas actually deserves impeachment. We'll see what the Congress or what our conference, what the Republicans uh, decide to do, if in fact, again, we're in the majority. And then, of course, we've got to look at the whole political nature now of the Justice Department. The fact that we've had 14 whistleblowers, FBI agents, come to our office, come talk to the, the, the lawyers on the Republican staff of the Judiciary Committee over the past several months just indicates how serious this problem is. And uh, we will look at that issue. And there's a host of other issues that need to be examined by other committees. We need to look at all this, all the lies and misinformation we got from Fauci and, and, and uh, uh, all, all relative to the origins and how they uh, went about dealing with the virus. So I think lots of investigations have to happen, and we're committed to doing that. And the CDC and the NIH, uh, talking about Fauci, I, I mean, we are witnessing spectacular arrogance uh, as well yep. as as ignorance on the part of those folks the head of the cdc who presided over the cdc through throughout the administration now declaring she wants to reform cdc and lord knows it needs to be but she was the person driving the entire mess that is the cdc yeah i mean it's fine you say you want to reform it now how about just you you could start by just being honest with I mean, I asked Dr. Burks a question. This is back in, in uh, I think, on June 23rd of this year. So just a couple months back, I asked Dr. Burks a question. She was in front of the coronavirus, the Select Committee on Coronavirus. And I asked her this question. When it was my five minutes to talk, I asked a very simple, direct question to Dr. Burks. I said, Dr. Burks, when the Biden administration told us that the vaccinated couldn't get the virus, were they guessing or lying? And there was a pause. And then she said, well, Congressman, I don't know. And the truth is, they did know. They, she, she subsequently said, in essence, they knew that when they told us if you got the vaccine, you, you couldn't get the virus. They, they knew that you could. Uh, and look, we all know that the vaccine was, that, that's, that it's fine. It's been helpful. I get it. But don't lie to us, the American people. And, and, and don't lie to us and then turn around and say, you're going to set up in the Department of Homeland Security the Disinformation Governance Board, as if, as if it's the American people who've been spread. It's the, the biggest purveyor of misinformation is the stinking government themselves. So come on. So uh, you're right. Um, there needs to be serious reform there. That's something that, as we said earlier, needs to be investigated. And I, I want to turn to, if I may, following that up, the very idea that the J6 committee continues uh, to to behave as a Stalinist uh, Bolshevik uh, committee without without limitation. 
what can be done by the Republicans when you win the majority in November? Because this is an outrage against the, this democracy, this great republic. Yeah, great question. Uh, two, two points I would make. One, uh, first, I think the American people, uh, we know what they think about the January 6th committee. We saw that a couple of weeks ago in the uh, election for uh, the primary election for, for Congress in the state of Wyoming. I think that the, the country spoke loudly and clearly by what we saw in that election where Harriet Hegman, a great candidate, got 113,000 votes and Liz Cheney got 49,000 votes. And a significant portion of that 49,000 were Democrats who crossed over. So that, that, I think that just indicates how, how much what the country thinks about this committee. But you're right. We had no at first time in American history where you've had a subcommittee where there was no ability to cross-examine, where the minority was not able to be there and, and depose the witnesses, view the transcripts after the deposition, and actually cross-examine witnesses in an open public hearing. Never happened. Did not happen. So that's one of the things we're going to look at. We're going to look at the depositions. We're going to look at the transcripts when we finally get to see them. Uh, and, and we may, may, may need to call some witnesses ourselves to get to the, to, uh, the bottom of how this, this, this political partisan committee conducted themselves. Well, it's outrageously, certainly. Uh, and I want to turn to the, to the president, again, fighting the same deep state yep. thugs uh, and Marxist dims who are working hand in glove together, trying to, after six years, Congressman, I can't even believe this. It's been six years of political persecution, and people have the temerity to question whether it's Trump who's lying or the entire Department of Justice, FBI, (laughs) the Biden administration, the the congressional Democrats and their leadership. These are awful people doing awful things to a man who's been exonerated and every one of their conspiracies to uh, take him down. Yeah, we caught them lying about the FISA back in 2016 and 17. We, they were wrong and, and told us lies the Democrats did about the whole Mueller investigation. They told us lies about the phone call he had with uh, President Zelensky that became the basis for their impeachment. But we're supposed to believe them now. Like, come on. So th- they've been out to get free. You know why this happened, Lou, and you've talked about this so well. The, the reason they go after President Trump is because he's fighting for us. He, he says this when he does his rallies. It's a, it's, I told him it's one of the best lines he, he's ever said. He said, they come after me because I'm fighting for you. And that's the truth. For the, for, we had a president who went to that town and said, I'm going to take on the clique. I'm going to stand up to, the, to all the Democrats, to the mainstream press, to the big law firms, the big lobbying firms. I'm going to stand up to them and fight for the American people. And they, like, they, the clique went crazy. How dare someone actually fight for the American people? We've got to stop him. They tried to do it before he got there. They tried to do it while he was there. And they're trying to do it now that he's left because they know he's going to come back, which is exactly what you and I want to see happen, him come back and run and win. Absolutely. No one else, uh, I, I, I truly believe this, I don't believe anyone else is strong enough or smart enough to do uh, what he can do. He's demonstrated that already. Uh, and by the yep. way, uh, it, it, uh, it bolsters confidence in all Americans to know that you're going to be uh, part of leadership, uh, taking on uh, the rest of uh, these, uh, these obligations to set this country's course right. I want to turn to the politics. We're hearing from a number of pollsters claiming that the GOP is, quote-unquote, losing steam going into the midterms, as you say, uh, two months away, uh, less than two months away now. 
give us your sense of the politics of it, because I look at the Democrats and I see evil. I look at the Republicans and I see hope. Uh, your thoughts? No, I think, uh, look, these people are saying that it's not going to be a good year for Republicans and that we're in trouble. I just I just don't buy it. I think this campaign is, is about four key issues and, and then plus freedom. And, and the issues are what we've talked about already, a little bit, secure border to no border, stable prices to record inflation, $2 gas to $5 gas, safe streets to record levels of crime. And, and oh, by the way, while they're doing all that to your communities, to your family, to your, to your pocketbook, uh, guess what else they're doing? They're attacking your First Amendment rights, your Second Amendment rights, your Fourth Amendment due process rights. They're weaponizing government to come after you, the people they've labeled as extremists and fascists, wrongly, of course. They're coming after you, and they're weaponizing government to do so. That's what this campaign's about. And if you want more of that, vote Democrat. If you want that, that baloney to stop, vote Republican. It's really that big. I'm, I'm on my way to an event to, to, uh, to help our Senate candidate here in Ohio, J.D. Vance, who, who's got to win. we got to win the Senate and the House so we can keep Joe Biden in check until President Trump runs and wins in 2024. Well, I know you've got a lot of uh, ground to cover and a lot to get done between now and November 8. Uh, we appreciate everything that you're doing for the country. Uh, and uh, Godspeed and God bless. Thank you so much, Congressman. All right. Thank, thanks, Lou. Thanks for all you do. Take care. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Here tomorrow, our guest will be Congressman Louis Gohmert. He's been vigorous in his demands for humane treatment of the January 6th defendants who are effectively political prisoners of the left. And also Bonnie Nichols, the courageous wife of January 6th defendant Ryan Nichols, who's been in prison for more than a year and a half without a trial. You'll want to hear her story. It is tragic, and it is one of courage. Join us here tomorrow. Until then, God bless you, and may God bless America.